Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Jesus is saying to us that this comforter, whom he calls the Spirit of Truth, or of reality, will guide you, will guide me into all reality, into all truth. He'll take the things of Jesus and of the Father and unveil them to us. Well, that's what our hearts are longing for. That's what our hearts are craving. That's what our hearts are yearning for. Now, he's not going to guide you into natural human things. He said he'll take the things of mine and show them to you. He's not going to guide you into natural human knowledge. He's talking about revelation knowledge here. Praise God. That's what he's talking about. Revelation knowledge. He's going to guide you into all truth. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Now then, remember another scripture we looked at last night? Let's look at it again. Turn to John's Gospel with me, please. The 14th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said some things here about the Holy Spirit. He said in the 14th chapter and in the 16th and 17th verses, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. And as we pointed out, but some translators read, he'll give you another helper. Actually, the Greek word translated comforter means one called alongside to help. Now, what is this helper? Who is this helper? Who is this comforter? Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I like another translation. He said, I'll not leave you helpless. Thank God he didn't leave us helpless. The church is not helpless. I will not leave you helpless. I'll come unto you. Now look into the 15th chapter of John's gospel and look at the 26th verse. But when the comforter, when the helper, when the spirit of truth has come that he spoke about in the 14th chapter, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, see he calls him the spirit of truth again, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Now look into the 16th chapter of John's gospel, and Jesus said something else about the spirit of truth. 16th chapter of John, the 13th and 14th verses. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Now, I like another translation here. It said, when the spirit of reality is come, he'll guide you into all reality. That's the reality of the spirit, reality of spiritual things. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, 
for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. See, he's going to show you the things are mine. He's going to show them to you. But all things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore, said I, he shall take a mine and show it unto you. Well, he's going to show you all things that the Father has. That's what the Holy Ghost is going to do. Praise God forevermore. Jesus is saying to us that this comforter, whom he calls the spirit of truth, or of reality, will guide you, will guide me into all reality, into all truth. He'll take the things of Jesus and of the Father and unveil them to us. Well, that's what our hearts are longing for. That's what our hearts are craving. That's what our hearts are yearning for. Now, he's not going to guide you into natural human things. He said he'll take the things of mine and show them to you. He's not going to guide you into natural human knowledge. He's talking about revelation knowledge here. Praise God. That's what he's talking about, revelation knowledge. He's going to guide you into all truth. We could call it knowledge. He's going to guide you into all knowledge, spiritual knowledge, revelation knowledge. He's going to take the wonderful truths that are unveiled by the Spirit of God in the Pauline epistles that were unveiled to Paul, and he's going to unveil them, the reality of them, unto my spirit and unto your spirit. That's what he's going to do. And some people thought all he's going to do was give mutterance in tongues. No, that's just the beginning of it, part of it. In order, listen carefully now, in order for that to happen, in order for him, the spirit of truth, the spirit of reality, the helper, the comforter, to guide you into all truth, to guide you into all reality, to take the things of mine and reveal them to you or unveil them to you, and all things of the Father are mine, he said. So the things of God, all of them, not part of it, all of it, and unveil it to you. In order for him to do that, then you're going to have to take time to do with an, as another scripture that we gave to you. And that was Joshua 1, 8, about God said to Joshua 2, not let this word of the Lord depart out of thy mouth, but meditate therein day and night, that thy way may be as prosperous and that you may have good success. Well, now paraphrasing that in the New Testament language, he's just simply saying, take time to meditate upon the Word of God, on the New Covenant, the New Testament, and let the Spirit unveil that to your spirit. Now, turn with me to Colossians. Did you while you shout and close tonight? Turn over here to Colossians, the third chapter of Colossians, and the 16th verse. What is it that we're to do? Let the Word of Christ Dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Now that sounds a whole lot like something that Jesus said. In John's Gospel, the 15th chapter, we were there a while ago and read the 26th verse, but look at the 7th verse. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, now watch it. Watch it. Paul said to the Colossians, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. 
Jesus said, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Now, before we go further, let me say this. Under the new covenant, God said to Joshua, way back there in Joshua 1.8, for him to let not the words of this law, the old covenant, depart out of his mouth, but for him to meditate therein day and night. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Now, under the new covenant, which is our covenant, he's saying to us that we are to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. See, now notice what it said. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. That's something you do. That's not something God does. Are you following me? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. We are to abide in the word. And the word is to abide in us. Well, now Christ is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we're in him. Hallelujah. But he didn't just say, if ye abide in me. He said, and my words abide in you. Now, if he had just said, if ye abide in me, we'd all automatically had me. But he said, and my words abide in you. That sounds a whole lot like what Paul's saying there, isn't it? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. God has given us this holy written word. Jesus is the living word. But God has given us this holy written word that unveils unto us the living word, the Lord Jesus Christ. That unveils to us what he did for us in his death, burial, and resurrection. That unveils for us what he did in his great plan of redemption that the Father planned and the Lord Jesus Christ consummated reveals and unveils to us who we are in Christ and what we are in Christ and our rights and privileges. Praise God forevermore. That's spiritual development. And so he said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And he said, if you abide in me and my words, how is the word of Christ going to dwell in you richly? By letting his words abide in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. How's his words going to abide in us? By us meditating on them. By us feeding on them. By us living the word. By us acting the word. By us being doers of the word. Remember James talked about being doers and not just hearers only. He said, he that's a hearer of the word and not a doer has deceived himself. Now we lay it off on the devil a lot of times, but we've got a lot of self-deluded people among us. They've deceived themselves. They heard the word, but they didn't do it. That's the way the word gets in you. That's the way the word abides in you, is by you first feeding on it, thinking on it, meditating on it, and then do it. Then do it. You become a partaker of the word. Let's go a step further here, and you'll see something. Under the new covenant, let me say it again, the word of Christ dwells in us. We are to abide in the word and the word is to abide in us, and that will lead us into the prayer life, and that will lead us into prayer conquests. Go back there to John 15, 7, and you can see that's the point. 
If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will. Think about that. Isn't that a tremendous statement? Go back and read that with me, because I want you to get the eighth verse also. And that's John, 15th chapter. That seventh verse, Jesus said, and notice now, notice something here. I asked you, did you wear your shouting clothes? I know about you, but I'm about to have a running spell. <laughs> Praise God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power-packed DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We want to thank all of you Word Partner Club members. You have been so faithful to help us out yes. all last year, and you're continuing to help us. But if you would like to be a Word Partner, somebody will say, what's a Word Partner? Well, that's simply somebody that sends us a monetary gift. That's right. Sometime during the month to help us to keep Rama going all over the world. And you can do it real easy. Just go to rhema.org and slash WPC. That's right. And, and you can go right there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Developing the Human Spirit. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.